I want you to take a moment and think about when you're having your hardest times. Are the external voices that we spoke about in last week's podcast really getting to you? Or is it truly your internal voice that's dictating how you're feeling? So many times we become our own worst critic and our own worst enemy. And honestly, it's not necessary. If you find that your negative self-talk is a lot of times perpetuated by you, listen up because this podcast today is for you. Welcome welcome to the Student-Centered World Podcast, where we talk about all things hands-on teaching and keeping your energy and sanity in the classroom. This teacher-turned-consultant is making it her mission to help as many teachers as possible become the best version of themselves in their classrooms and keep their passion for teaching on fire. It's her hope that we never forget why we desire to have a passion for educational progress. This This is Student-Centered World, and this is Jen Bry Soccer. Welcome to this week's episode of the Student-Centered World podcast. Last week, we discussed external voices and how they could have a negative effect on our internal voices. This week, we want to take that concept one step further. If you didn't listen to last week's podcast, make sure you go back and do so to be able to open your mind to the effect that external voices can really have on the voice that we use with ourselves. This week, we want to look at the idea that sometimes our internal voices are fueled by nobody but ourselves. We may not have negative external voices coming at us, but instead it might just be negative self-talk that we have learned to listen to. There's a number of different reasons that we may have issues with negative self-talk. It would be absolutely impossible to go over all of them in 10 minutes. It may be a learned trait that goes all the way back to your childhood. It may be because perfectionism gets the best of you, and if something doesn't go exactly as you have planned, you see it as a failure. It may be because you have a preconceived notion of how things should be, so if they're not that way, you think that you're failing. My friends, let me assure you, You are not failing. While it's true that sometimes we feel like we're drowning as teachers, be it from the amount of classwork or paperwork or outside factors, maybe in our own personal lives, coinciding with what's going on in our classrooms, if at a bare minimum, you are going through the motions and making sure what you're doing is right for your students and you, then you are not failing. We all have hiccups in our lives. It's about putting it into perspective. Whatever is going on in the moment always seems like it's the worst possible thing. While some situations are worse than others, I always try to remind myself that somebody has it worse off than I do. But it doesn't change the fact that what's going on in the moment for you can be really trying. When something hard is going on in your life, I want you to sit back and think about what I tell my students when they're having a rough time as well. In five years, Will this make a difference? In some cases, it just might. But in most cases, with what stresses us out as teachers, it's really nothing more than a small bump in the road. I'm sure we can all think back to a moment in our youth where something seemed like it was going to be the absolute end of the world. While, of course, extremely traumatic events do still have their hold on you, most day-to-day interactions that seemed extremely stressful do not have a lasting impact on you today. While they may have made you stronger or made you realize something about yourself or others, it's not something that still weighs on you on the deep level that it did at the time. Perhaps it's something that you can even look back and roll your eyes and laugh about now. 
I remember in college, I had a peer who I did not get along with at all. It was a constant stressor in my life, the day-to-day back-and-forth hostilities that went on between the two of us. A year or two after graduation, we had both come back for homecoming celebrations, and late one evening, we had a long talk about the ridiculousness of all the nonsense that went on between us. Things moved forward, and today, I honestly consider that person one of my best friends. That's how life works, and being in the classroom is no different. It's really hard when you have a rough moment. We have all had years where we have our own countdown to when the school year will be over because of maybe the dynamic of the students we have just isn't working out no matter what we seem to try. We've all been there. Usually once you get past that, you never forget how difficult the class was, but you also remember some good things that were somewhat overshadowed by the toxicity in that room. We need to try to focus a little bit more on all the things that are overshadowed in our day-to-day life. I know that's easier said than done. Don't get me wrong. I've been there. But telling yourself that you're doing things wrong or that you're failing as a teacher is simply nothing more than your own subconscious trying to break you down. You are not a failure. You are not a bad teacher. You are just going through a rough patch. Every person in every career goes through a rough patch. We go through them in our personal lives too. It's the worst when they do coincide with what's going on in our teaching life, but it's nothing more than a rough patch. When you're going through these moments, you need to change how you talk to yourself. Instead of the feelings of despair, try to change them to feelings of hope. Again, I know that's easier said than done in the moment, but changing how you talk to yourself is like changing the friend that you're trying to get advice from. Do you want to talk to that negative friend who always has something bad to say or brings you down? Or do you want to talk to the friend who always lends an ear and has a way with words that makes it sound like it's something that you are strong enough to get through? Of course you want to talk to the second friend. Become that second friend for yourself. When you're having a really, really rough day, even saying, I can get through the next few hours and then tonight I can relax and spend time with my dog or go for a run or take a nap and tomorrow is a new day. You can start thinking about what you can change, even if you can't change it at that second, what you can change in the future, be it the next day, the next week, or if it's something extremely difficult and long-term, what can you change for the next school year? There's always a way to change how you are speaking to yourself. You are the only one who can control how you feel. And even though our feelings are sometimes controlled by external sources, It's that internal voice, again, that can help guide you and lead you to either a dark place or a better place. Be your own best friend. Don't be afraid to talk yourself off that ledge. Even if you go back to the exercise that we talked about in the very first podcast about writing your thoughts out, it can help you get some of that negative self-talk out and start thinking about the positive spin that you can put on the incident. Try to stop thinking about rough patches as obstacles but instead as opportunities. What can you learn from that specific moment? What might you be able to change in the future? I'm not saying these changes need to be permanent forever, but it certainly puts something else in your toolbox to help you in future situations that you come across. You might be able to say, oh, this happened to me before, and these are the things I tried. In this particular situation, I think I'm gonna try this or this. Let's see if it works. It might, it might not but at least you're trying to find a way to find the good to keep your own mental health stable. Negative self-talk can lead you down a long rabbit hole that makes you question things that you should not be questioning. 
Remember, if you're doing what's best for your students, you're doing what's best for you, then you are not failing. You are enough and you will find a way to work yourself through this. Teaching isn't easy, but with the right frame of mind, we can certainly make it a better time for all of us. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Student-Centered World Podcast. As a reminder, we release our new episodes on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully this week you were able to sit back and process where the most stress in your life is coming from, from those external forces, or is it really a product of your own thought processes? Hopefully after this week, you have come up with some new ideas on how to proceed from here and changing your frame of mind into a more positive one moving forward. Hope you have a great week and we can't wait to talk to you next week.